pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KB Creators, for another adventure of manifesting our kinetic belief, uh, power, and authority to get it all done and creating your most abundant life. So glad you could be with us here today, and if you'd like to receive an occasional text from me, text the word kinetic to 844-844-0049, and stephencanyon.com is the website for all upcoming events, which is always a celebration of life and each other, and you can also find some other resources on the, on the website. If you would like to... Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you do that so that you don't miss <laughs> an episode to. if you would like to. And make no, no, no. sure you're following us on Instagram. It's a at command. Stephen Canyon. Subscribe. As well. <laughs> oh, there's one more here. You can also yes. find me on Clubhouse at Stephen Canyon. You're so funny. Did I get through all, all of that? I think I did. You're like, I'm on the Twitter. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Steve. How are you? Good morning, Guten Tag. Buenos dias. I love you. Happy Thursday. Happiest of Thursdays. Man, I feel good today. Yeah, you look great. You look energized, bright eyes. Thank you. I feel just really good. Physically, you know, obviously. Isn't it good to feel good? It is good to feel good. And did you sleep good last night? Oh, man. What was that? Did I sleep like 12 hours or something? I went to bed so early. But I got up early, too. I was soaring. I loved those dreams where you're flying around, and this time I was just kind of streaking across the universe. I enjoy the days when we have a, I guess you could call it an aggressive morning routine, which I, I really enjoy that. Hit the hit the floor running yeah, with one look, an egg look, in one hand and yes. coffee in the other. You look great today too. I like I like that necklace. By the oh, way, thank you. I got this for my anniversary last year. What? Yep. You have such a sweet wife. I, I do. It's uh, made by Navajo. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. I love it. You know, I was thinking it's been a long time since we watched a really good happy movie. What? I mean, it really has, it has really? been. We've been I watching so. little short <clears throat> episodes and. Things. We need to pick something out. Yeah, yeah. Let's do have that. A, have a movie night. Good old-fashioned movie night. If, if you could be an actress in any movie, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Who, Definitely. Who would it be? What would, the, what would that movie be? Oh. Jeepers Creepers, that's hard. It would definitely be an older movie. Maybe something with mm-hmm. Cary Grant mm-hmm. or... Maybe like an affair to remember or breakfast at Tiffany's or, you know, I would love to be in singing in the rain, but I'm not sure I want to put in all, all the uh, blood, so, sweat and tears <laughs> well, <okay, laughs> that so went into that. You're, you're kind of narrowing down the movie. Who would the actress be? What role? I guess that's the question. Yeah. What role would you want to to play? Marina O'Hara was amazing. Deborah Carr's amazing. Oh, that's so difficult. Um you know, I'm Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. There you go. That would have been so fun. <clears throat> could you see yourself doing it? Oh yeah. Really? Pull that I think off. I think I could be a you know an actress from that era, but not from this. How one. much fun, you right? Know? Yeah. You just want to dress like that. Uh, dress up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> Singing in the rain—that's a good one. I think Gene Kelly. Oh. 
Oh my god! Well, and, if, and yes. obviously, like that would be the obvious choice if you're automatically endowed with his talents as well. Well, that would have to come with <laughs> right? it because no, no, Stephen Canyon <laughs> and okay, singing go. in the rain. I don't. That's I don't a, know. That would be a horror hey, movie if it, you don't have. His it talent. would really make make it interesting to watch. Oh, <laughs> That's really interesting. Funny. Oh, I was actually Captain Kirk at Universal Studios in a in a video. They used to have a. You know what? I did one of those too. Did that you? Just, yeah, that just jogged a, no a weird, hidden, buried what, memory. What was yours? I think I was just a broadcaster, like on the news. At, at Universal <laughs> yes, Studios? Yes, And did they make a video of it uh-huh. and put you on the... Yep. T- okay. No, it was in New York. It was at NBC New York when oh, we were in the city. I want to see it. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> it was it was really a lot of fun. They they yeah. I think I had a, put on one of those Star Trek... <laughs> shirts and that was it and then you were just on this set that was green screened (laughs) and the director's like okay shake back and forth now point to this and say that and do this and it kind of directed me through all of this and it was me with a couple other people that had been standing in line and there was one that they turned into (laughs) Spock and I was Kirk but anyway the finished product of course you got to be Kirk well, the the, the finished they gave, gave me this you get this VHS tape Back in the day. <laughs> and it was really cool. I mean, it looked like you were on the Starship Enterprise, and we were doing battle with Klingons. That is really and, fun. And firing our weapons Isn't and it fun that. to project yes. yourself into to alternate realities? But I guess that's what we kind of do as kinetic believers, right? I mean, we're just sort of always projecting ourselves into this. Yes. The, that, the real reality. Right. Yeah. Well, let's pick out a good movie. Maybe this weekend. Yes. We can watch. I'm, I'm all about it. In fact, one of the most overlooked yet most powerful Power principles to being successful is who we do identify with. Mm. And rather than a role in a movie, let's talk about for just a few minutes about friendships. Okay. Because there are a few things that we can do. <laughs> You're like, speaking of Kirk and Spock. Yeah, let's, let's talk about <laughs> hanging out with those Klingons for just a moment. Yeah. <laughs> because, no, seriously, there are a few things that we can do to make certain that we are making some wise decisions mm. where choosing our friends are concerned. Because you know, a lot of times you're going through things in your life and you never quite realize that you know what, it may be the fact that just maybe, maybe you need to get a new set of friends. Mm. I mean, that could possibly uh, begin to change and attract a different outcome in your life. Because, you know, it's important that we understand that the more information we have and the knowledge that we have in this area of choosing the right kind of friends, then the better our decisions are going to become, the better our mm. imaginations and the things that we think about yeah. will will become. So this is a huge part of, of the kinetic belief process. Enormous part, because again, we're talking about the, the thought constructs, the mental constructs, thought forms. Influences. Influences, because it is, after all, what we are expecting. Mm-hmm. And that comes from the input as we go throughout our day that dictates our expectations or our desires that then attracts the yeah. lives that we're going to live. Yeah. You know, my first thought was, um, well, how do I know if, you know, my friends are bad for me? And then the next thought was like, oh, I know. <laughs> or how do you know you're not bad for your friends? Right. But, it, but the, oh, you know. the immediate yes. thought is, we know. We do, right? <laughs> this we is do not know. a secret. And it's, you not know a, what? it's not a code to crack. Well, we I'm, know. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you to evaluate the friendships that you have. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge you to make some decisions today to check our alignment of expectations and even um, 
Wow, even over some of our old loyalties, Mm. because you cannot be loyal to greed. You cannot be loyal to the energy of judgments, to the egoist self-centered, and loyal to the um, positive life essence of your being at the same time. Wow. One is a contradiction to the other. It's not possible. And so speaking of relationships, now a lot of people don't know this, but did, did you know that if you are carrying around the negative energetics of unforgiveness, you're making the choice to be loyal to attracting destructiveness into your life? Mm. Loyalty means you're going to have to choose. And so we choose unconditional love. KBs choose to be in that posture and mindset of unconditional love. And so when we understand that the human spirit collectively all over the world right now is evolving to transcend the egoist state of identifying with labels, with winning and losing, with taking, and uh, while trapped in this ego, people say and they do hurtful things. And while they know that they should, they should not say and do certain things, they don't know why they shouldn't. Mm. And like you're saying, they, you know, we know we should not hang around right. so and so, but we don't know perhaps why we, why we should not. Yeah. And so in their unenlightened, unconscious state of being, well, they just keep doing those things. The kinetic believer who is rising above the ego <clears throat> rises with knowledge. And the essence of their being then transcends the past and the future. And now, so they are perfecting their sense of peace and joy. I love that word loyalty because you usually project that word out from yourself toward other people, other things. And um, that's a powerful concept of projecting it back to yourself, back to the things you're wanting to accomplish, who you want to be and, and become. Loyalty, isn't that, that is a powerful uh, word because it does tell you pretty quickly and if you ask yourself the right question, yeah. um, where your loyalty is, because in our relationships, while we forgive, right, we forgive, mm-hmm. it's vital to understand how to manage our selection of, race, of relationships around us while developing in the power of kinetic belief. Right. Now, this is something that you are going to be confronted with, all of us are, on an everyday basis mm-hmm. throughout the day. We're always being confronted with this. The friends that we associate with and all of those acquaintances in our lives. We have an understanding that, you know what, life is a series of decisions. That's what it is. It's made up of that. And so that's what we we get up and with an egg in one hand and coffee in the other. That's what we're doing every day. Why are your eggs in your hands? Because we're we're hitting the floor running, right? I'm busy. I have no time for plates. (laughs) (laughs) So this is... Yes, decisions. It's decisions. And so every day we're faced with a series of decisions. And when we make the purpose of our being our final authority, the purpose of the essence of our life, and we are basing all of our decisions on the purpose of our being, Mm. then our experiences are going to be better than basing our decisions on, say, what the media says or the opinion of different talk show hosts or anybody for that matter because Mm. we we know that aligning our expectations with gratitude, with the oneness of our creative purpose, all of that attracts wisdom. And it's the wisdom of God that we manifest into our lives. Mm. Wow. Well, here, 
look, here's a, here's a couple of true statements. Think about this. Mm-hmm. The right friends can be exponential to the power of our kinetic belief, adding to the abundance of our manifestations. The wrong friends can be destructive to our hopes and imaginations. And what that means is if you get the right kind of friends, they will be an empowerment to your life. But if you get the wrong kind of friends, they're going to ultimately and eventually they're going to be an empowerment to your failure. See, as we're going through life, what appears like the good times and the bad times and the controversial times, all those times that we all go through, KB friends will unconditionally love you through those and celebrate you through them all, champion and encourage and edify you at all times. But what is it when we have wrong friends? <laughs> because we've got to understand that we, we don't want to be so blind that we're being seduced by people as they are weighing you out, measuring you up, and they are breadcrumbing and positioning you mm. and getting you ready to be used for their own personal benefit. And then uh, here comes the take from you and then comes the fall. And I have to say for, I know every kinetic believer is wildly different, but I have to say, I think the type of person that is a, a drawn to kinetic belief, that understands kinetic belief, we have an innate desire to see other people succeed. And we have an innate desire to love them and to encourage them. And so I feel like this friend teaching today, what you're telling us, it's a it's very important because that can be, and I've even experienced that many times, it can be a huge, huge trap if you aren't equipped with what you're telling us today, that knowing how it works and, and, and being able to suss this out. Well, that's true, isn't it? Because you, we tend to believe that other people are also wanting the same thing for you that you're wanting for yeah, them. You think they're like you, the, and that's not necessarily the case. Right. So if you're connected to a friend who's always, uh, well, their ways are just manipulative and they use twisted truths, which is just a small portion that might be a little bit of truth and then... Mm-hmm. things that are not necessarily true, but it's twisted around enough to be something that we call manipulation. Yeah. And so this type of person will lead you away from your best life. A lot of people will say, oh, no, but not me. Definitely somebody else, but not me. I, I won't be led away from what I want to experience in my life. I'm just, I'm strong. I'm invincible. I work in my kinetic belief journal every day. I know what I want out of life. And so I know the difference. I know better. Look, if you hang out with someone whose ways are manipulative, whose ways are deceptive and they're twisted, it will cause you to lose your vibrational attraction for advancing your life. There's some things that you have no control over. And one of those is your vibrational attraction, your, yeah. the frequency that you're vibrating in, because maybe not right away, but eventually you are going to be disconnected from your positive attractions. Wow. Now, for you to think in your mind, no, not me, I know better than that, is for you to be deceived. You will be, you will be misled. If you think that you are invincible and that hanging out with the wrong type of person is not going to affect you, or won't cause you to lose what you are expecting to manifest. In other words, be not so deceived and don't be so misled that you think that this principle doesn't apply to you. Don't be so deceived. Don't be so misled that you're in the midst of being seduced by reasonings and by excuses and by the entertainment of negative dramatics. 
that you don't even recognize that you're being seduced by the ego. Wow. Anything, look, anything that opposes the essence of your light, of your love, of your health and your wealth and your happiness and peace and joy is corrupt to your best life. And if you have determined that you want one thing and then somebody opposes that one thing, well, that's corruptive to the energetics that are necessary to manifest your advancement in that one thing. Any type of relationship, any type of companionship, any type of associations that go against your higher self, your higher power, will corrupt your original expectations. Don't be deceived. Don't be misled. If you are connected with this type of persuasion, if you, if you have these associations in your life, if you've got a companionship with, with, with somebody that functions in negativism, and they're constantly doing things, and they are suggesting things that is opposing what you know within to be love and light, happiness, health, wealth, joy, opposing those things that you know within that will advance the mind, body, and soul, then you are misled if you think that there's no consequence to this relationship. We share, all of us, we, we share an attractive measure. We share an emotional measure. We share the energy of virtue in common bonds. We share in the lack of virtue in connective relationships. Regardless of what you want, expect, uh, know or don't know, energetically, we become one with others. We become two or three or more with those that we re- relate with. There is a a confirmation of energetics that begins to transform when we are bound with someone else. And this is a fundamental law of quantum mechanics. This is a spiritual law of the power of agreement. Within every tribe, and we had a question come in the other day that was emailed to us, and um, someone wanted to know if, if what I thought about this, but within every tribe and every collective, you will either continue to evolve by transcending the egoist state of consciousness to be enlightened as a group or by default into the destructive judgments of self-indulgence. And I find this topic so fascinating because of, of how, you've, have you, how you've told us that friendship is just this incredibly powerful force and it can drag you to the depths of, of not manifesting anything or it can sort of be this amazing tool to lift you up and and help you manifest your best life and so it is vital and it is so important to talk about this because the the outcomes are just so extreme well and it's yes and people really struggle with this i mean i do i know you do we all do especially when we're talking about friends that are dear to us family members other people in our lives that we love we care about Regardless of how strongly you may even want to disagree with what, what we're talking about here today, that, look, the interaction of the substance of your belief with a contradictory substance of belief of someone else diffuses the attraction of your desires. Unless you are aligned to the power of kinetic belief with one vision, one desire, one gratitude, one way of talking about it, and you act in harmony together. Because, and you might say, well, you know, they do this and they do this other thing. They do all of these things, but I know better besides, you know, I want to be a good influence on them. So it's all right for me to hang out with them. Don't you want me to be a good influence on other people, Steve? 
(laughs) (laughs) This is the deception of perception and your reasoning. And look, you're, you're rationalizing already. Listen to yourself. You're, you're coming up with reasonings. And you're already deceived if you're saying that it's all right to hang out with a negative, destructive person. Now, let's, let's take this a step further here. <clears throat> and please understand, there are physical laws, there are spiritual, and there are creative principles. If you want to manifest, you've got to put pressure on your space to be attractive to your expectations. And then you've got to choose to keep right, keeping uh, the, the right company. You're not going to keep the right company for your right self by associating with the wrong people for your right self. You've got to relate with the right things because right company will produce your right expectations for right living. You've got to relate with um, the right kind of people so the company The company that you keep is going to determine the life that you're going to manifest. You are the final authority on this matter. And that's a decision that you're going to have to make. And it's a decision, you know what, I've got to make this every day. We have to make this same decision over and over every day because people are in flux. They come and they go. And if you're concerned about the life that you're going to live, the health that you're going to have, the level of joy and happiness, the holistic prosperity, abundance, all these things, then you're going to have to look at the company that you keep. And I love how you're presenting this as, you know, hey, friendship needs to be this mutual spiritual advancement and edification and encouragement and championing because that just gives us this obvious sense that, hey, we need to raise our standards because a lot of times it's almost as if the absence of of grossly obvious negativity is is our standard. Oh, but they're not negative. It's great. They're not this. But we need to get rid of the knots and replace it with, no, they, they do champion me. And I edify them and they edify me. And so there's this huge gap between they don't do bad stuff and <laughs> they're encouraging. Because I think if you've ever experienced any level of emotional abuse in any type of relationship, you're just excited that the abuse is gone. Mm-hmm. And so you're just excited that they're, hey, they're not negative. But this standard that you're giving us for friendship, for relationship, it's incredibly high. And it's very full and it's very rich. And it's something we need to lock in on. Well, the subtleties are not as obvious until you understand it through and by transcending the ego state of being with your mm-hmm. essence of life. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a, an abrupt action that will determine if someone is a good influence or not, like you're Mm -hmm. saying. No, the company that you keep will determine the life that you're going to attract out of the universe, out of the hand of God, that's going to show up in your living room. (laughs) And and consequently, when we examine our lives and we, we see that they may not line up the way that we want them to line up, and see that the space that we're creating isn't a space for our best expectations to arrive in. So you're talking about arriving. So you're including, you know, not only do we need to assess the relationships we're participating in now, but this is also going to be the the exact same way that we're ushering in new and fresh relationships. Right. And and so we look at the space Mm. that we're creating and putting pressure on, like we were talking about the other day, putting pressure on your peace. That means... Um, occupying the space with an anticipation of more of the same to show up. So when Mm -hmm. we are creating that space for it, the next place that you have to examine is to look at the company that you're keeping. 
Let me see if I'm being seduced in some other way. Let me see if some thought forms have captivated my thinking and set up camp on the inside of me that maybe I've not recognized and I've not realized, and now all of a sudden it's coming up out of me. I'm doing and saying a lot of the same things. I'm saying things that I don't want to say. I'm thinking things I don't want to think about. I'm doing things that I just don't want to do because I was slowly seduced because I didn't pay attention to the warning of the contradiction that I have allowed concerning the company that I keep. There is a proverb that says, the one who walks as a companion with the wise is wise, but the one who associates with self-confident fools is a fool themselves and will hurt because of it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm hanging out with a fool, do you know what it says? I'm a fool. <laughs> you can't just blame the other. But most people will, they still want to say, no, it doesn't mean that. It just means that I have a different variety of friends. I love everybody. I'm accepting to everyone. No, it means that you've got some issues producing stressors within your life. And those negative issues produce more negative issues. And I can tell you that, you know, all I want to know about anyone's life, I can, I can know by checking out the company they keep. This is also giving me the sense that, hey, you know what? Let's just admit to ourselves that we are highly programmable. And so when we are, become aware of that, then we can finally, instead of it, being, it abusing us and being this big shock every day that we do something we don't want to do, we can finally sort of captivate that idea and use it to our benefit. So knowing that we are susceptible to suggestion, for example, all humans are, so let's admit it to ourselves. That means that if we surround ourselves with kinetic believers, people with enlightened, higher thinking, unconditional love, Oh, we're just going to be programmed with that all the time and using that to our advantage, using that to our benefit. That's so good. And then as we transcend those conscious uh, thought forms and the conscious ideas and reasonings and rationalizing of how we should and should live our lives, we can actually go to the uh, mm. energetics of all of this yeah. through quantum mechanics and realize and recognize in this universe what's actually happening when we combine our positive energetics with something that's in opposition to that. None of this is chance. This is, it has foundational truths. It has real principles that the universe was created with. It's, it's, that's exciting though, right? Because we can stand on it. We can count on it. True. And you can't change something by thinking your way through it. It is what it is energetically what the universe will allow it to be. And you know, it's, it is our nature as creative, imaginative beings wanting to live. We're wanting to prosper, right? We're wanting to love and to be loved. And we look at our lives and we're trying to figure out what to do with our lives to make sure that our lives are somehow becoming expressions of our deepest desires, And to make sure that we are experiencing a life that is in line with our optimistic joy. And part of experiencing the essence of who we were created to be is examining who we are in communion with and who we are in association with and who we are tied up with and aligned with. And so there's a word that's used to indicate the strength of two who are bound together. And that word is is yoked. The word was, it was originally used in reference to a pair of oxen that were coupled together with a yoke. Mm -hmm. And so that the combined strength of those two oxen yoked together could plow a field in one day. 
which they couldn't do by themselves. So when I see the word yoked, I see the word knotted, okay? And so, you know, I ask you, who are you knotted with? Who have you allowed yourself to become one with? Who are you becoming one with? You're becoming so one with them that you notice one day that you're acting just like them. You're becoming so one with them that one day you're dressing like them. One day you're thinking like them. And you see you're becoming yoked with somebody. Another interesting word is um, fellowship. There are lots of different types of fellowships. And it, that comes from an old English word which means active participation or community of interest. And the root of that word, participation, is it's just part of it. So when you talk about fellowship, you're talking about two or more people having a part in that relationship. And in that relationship, you have a part, and the person that you are in relationship, they have a part. And what it was intended to be was for you both being equally yoked together to impart into each other, to build one another up, to become one together. But the reality of a fellowship of friends who are not equally yoked by an imagination for abundance, equally yoked for unconditional love, equally yoked for happiness and joy and peace to manifest those things into their lives— um, then what can be an uh, uninformed, negative, egoist impartation into the life of someone who's believing for their dreams, for the best of their imagined journal lives? What could possibly come from that? And then what can a kinetic believer energetically impart into the life of one who identifies with doubt, worry, and fear? These are two opposites. Mm-hmm. All right, so you and Johnny John are the best of friends. And you go out together, and you played sports together, and you find fault in other people together, and you talk trash about other people that you used to hang out with, about how much better that you are, the, the two of you, than the group of people that the two of you used to hang out with. <laughs> but then one day, you gain an insight, and you have an encounter with enlightenment, and you rise above the noise of the world. And then all of a sudden, you understand that the state of consciousness is evolving toward perfected completion. And you understand that in the same way, early humans wandered the earth hunting and gathering rather than playing golf and driving up and down the freeway. The ego consciousness is still evolving to free itself from identifying with others as better or worse as golfers or drivers. <laughs> the, the essence of being is evolving to become unconditional love with self and all others. And all of a sudden you understand that, you know what, you don't have a life, that you are life. You don't have love for others. You are love for others. You don't have success. You are. And now... You accept the essence of your best self. You accept that life is you. And so then what melts away from within your sense of awareness requires of you. You must. You have no choice in this. It's not rational. It requires of you to cast down the negative thought constructs. All of those contradictions to your higher self, you, you need to change yourself and move from because all that may or may not 
uh, sever that, that unlightened relationship that you had yesterday, that you had with Johnny John, because <laughs> you know, you've been flooded now and overtaken by your sense of awareness. A conscious awakening has erased all of those condemning thoughts from your identity and your vibrational presence. It can't be one with Johnny John anymore. Not where he is. Your kinetic beliefs are contradictions to that. And they will feel uncomfortable. And they will feel even painful if you try to make that work with Johnny John. By putting pressure on your new sense of being in acceptance of the spark of life within you to naturally grow, to become more. Johnny John would have to awaken from within to where you are. Or be severed from you. Your essence of being cannot be one with him. Oh, Johnny John. <laughs> I love it. You're really taking a word that I, I think, for at least for me, I, was, I always thought of friendship as a cute, sweet, little you know, nothing word. But you've added so much weight to it today. You know, you're using words like communing and being tethered to and yoked with. And it's so important to know what things really are and to see the things as they really are because it's, it's these tiny little misunderstandings or these little shifts in perspective about one word that can make, like, like you're saying, that can make or break our best life, our manifestation efforts. And you said it earlier, when your awareness, you, you know, you have a knowing. <laughs> yeah. You already know. Yeah. And well, the, we can, yeah. the reasonings try to... to debate with your yes. awareness yes we can it's very easy to kid yourself especially where other people are, are concerned because we've talked in other podcasts you know you made a great point that hey relationships let's, let's admit it they're super nuanced there's a lot going on there there's a lot bubbling in the history underneath the surface um and so there are a lot there's a lot of uh um, ammo in there for you to reason your way to continue the friendship to continue the yoking in the relationship so admitting to ourselves again what what it really is this is exciting well you'll run and get the high school annual out and you'll go back and flip through it and to see who you yeah. imagine yourself to have negatively been no but now you're a kinetic believer and you're you are enlightened now and the essence of who you are has transcended the ego state of being because now you need to relate with somebody who believes how you believe, who imagines how you imagine, who desires how you desire, who's grateful in the way that you are grateful, who speaks the language of positive results in the way that you do, so that they can impart some things into your life that you kinetically believe. Because if you keep going over here with Johnny John, Johnny John's sense of identity is going to try to slowly seduce you back to where you were familiar with some of those things that you keep seeing in the annual. Johnny John wants you, <laughs> wants you to come over. And so you go over to Johnny John's because you've been friends for a long time. Is an annual a yearbook? Yes. Okay. And Johnny John says, hey, Steve, do you know how effed up Bob is? He actually thinks he's going to get a promotion. But Johnny John, I'm so happy for Bob. And I hope he gets the promotion. I think it would be wonderful for him. And I hope he gets a raise with it because that would also be good for his family. 
What's wrong with you, dude? Right. That's the next part. <laughs> and all of a What's sudden, all of a sudden, you see the egoist state of Johnny John's consciousness doing everything that it can to try to get you back to this negative conversation, this negative place. But you don't have the fellowship of shared energetics anymore. There's not anything that you can get from that old relationship anymore. And you're trying to hold on to an old relationship because you've been friends forever. Listen, your friendship in the way that your friendship was cannot be permanent. Your love for Johnny John is forever, but your sharing of mutual attraction is not. But your enthusiasm for the abundance of your perfected life should always be locked, bound, (laughs) tied up, and no matter who, what, where, when, or why, nothing No one, nothing should move you away from your permanent relationship with your life source, your sense of being. And since your interest in present light and love and peace and prosperity, and since your interest in reaching for the stars of permanence has become you, then your friendships may change. But Steve, that's my uncle. <laughs> but Johnny John's my uncle. <laughs> we, oh my we all have uncles like that. Hurry up and give them something to eat so they can go home. I mean, you love them. Yes, you, you can love them. <laughs> you can be kind to them. But you don't want to be knotted and negatively yoked with anyone. Mm. It's a different kind of relationship now. Yes, I know you. Yes, you know, I love you. Yes, I appreciate you. And I'm still going to celebrate and I'm still going to champion you, Johnny John. But we can't be tight like we used to be. It's a different thing now. Now, I know that some people at this point are probably saying, well, that's just because we're kinetic believers manifesting our best lives. Doesn't, it doesn't mean that, that we should abandon our, our friends. I mean, how will they ever become enlightened to all the infinite possibilities if we separate ourselves from them? I want to tell you something. It is easier for them to separate you from attracting your best life, from starting that business, from getting in shape, from developing 30 streams of income, from having a beautiful marriage, than it is for you to get them to transcend their negative mental constructs. I've tried that before. I've tried to bring some of my old friends along, and they were having more success at seducing me back than I was at getting them to where I was. So what I had to do is I had to make a list and be grateful for who they are, where they are. Grateful that the universe is filled with the grace of evolutionary transcendence, filled with the grace of unconditional love. And and I'll tell you something else, that if given the chance... Your negative ego, which can only live through negative thought forms and negative conversations and negative judgments, if you hang around the same people that were in the identity of that past, they will seduce you. And if you don't believe it, you're deceived. 
Your ego is not real. It must identify with someone to deflate, to devalue, to judge in order to survive. And if it cannot seduce you, then it will turn on you. So I'm finding myself wondering, as we start pruning these relationships, we're doing the right thing. We're, we're you know, uh, cutting off access in different ways to different people. So when we want to replace these relationships and still have that kinetic belief input from others, how do we find them? Are we manifesting those, those new relationships the same way that we manifest anything else? Because I know that we've talked before about how it's always a little different when other people are involved. You're not manifesting a new pair of socks. You know, you're manifesting a person, a whole human. So how does, does this work the same? Well, as a kinetic believer, you're holistically changing your life. And that includes the relationships and people that you're attracting in your life. You're going to have those so-called chance meetings, which are really not chance, you're attracting that in your life. And that's why if you're trying to hang on to those old relationships out of a sense of loyalty, it can seem painful because it is, it is, uh, a, separate it's not it's not normal it's not um energetically aligned with what you have become and what a powerful point this idea that hey if you're trying to manifest new exciting prosperous relationships and it's not working maybe it's because we need to check and make sure we're not hanging on to old relationships that we know we're not supposed to be in we have to you know sort of release to receive You've got to put the work in and put pressure on your expectations. Now, the ego state of identifying with negative thinking has no standard and it will attract destruction into your life. And you now have a standard. You see, as a kinetic believer, you have a standard and you have higher expectations. Highest viewpoints have now become a way of life for you and you're developing in those expectations. It is not possible to sit together with negative people and not be swimming in their counsel. You're sitting there hearing what they say, and you're immersing yourself in their counsel. And that's why television and social media is so dangerous, because you're sitting there listening to somebody that says they are hoping for the best, but they're talking about what's wrong. They're talking about the worst of things. And you're taking the counsel of what's wrong with people and what's wrong with the world and what's wrong with life. And if the way of the negative imagination leads uh, to worry and doubt and fear and torment, then you know that their counsel is going to lead you to that same place. So who are you listening to? Who are you taking counsel from? Somebody that doesn't believe the way that you believe and you're taking counsel from that? It's impossible. Look, it's impossible to advance your journey by aligning, aligning with negative people. And when you hang out with someone who's dishonest, you become one with the energetics of dishonesty. That is the spirit of manipulation, which is based in fear. If you are yoked together with dishonesty, it won't be long before you are dishonest. If you're yoked together with a meddler, it won't be long before that meddling becomes the person of you. If you're yoked together with deception, it won't be long before you're attracting the substance of deception into your life. You see, any time that you look to see how things are going in your life, back up. Hold on for a moment to see who who is it that you're yoked with, because that's what you're going to attract more of into your life. So if you're yoked together with things that you just don't want to be part of your life, you know, the thing that you're going to have to do, and we're talking about here, Meg, is that we're going to have to, to sever that relationship with what you know you don't want more of showing up in your life. 
you got to love yourself enough that you don't settle for just anybody to relate with. And in loving yourself enough to do that, you're also loving them that you're not enabling that to harm them anymore. Just because, look, I'm lonely and I got to have somebody. Hey, I would rather have a Tootsie Roll and be aware of who I really am than to have somebody that's going to put bad influences back in my life. (laughs) Some of you went went through hell and back. You went through a lot of discomfort to advance from some of those things. And now you got somebody trying to seduce you back into those things. No, thank you. I'm eating my Tootsie Roll and I'm going to see a happy movie. It's just not worth all of that. The power of kinetic belief is for experiencing life as it was meant to be. Let's do some higher viewpoints. Let's get this out. (laughs) Let's get it out. I am life. I am life. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am the substance of joy. I am the substance of joy. I am love. I am love. And I love all others. I love all others. And my life life is attracting the best life that it can be. It's attracting the best life that it can be. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm thrilled. And guess what? You know, if, if you need someone to hang out with, come hang out with us every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's a lot of hanging out time with us, right? That right is here. so true. And then come to our events and yes. hang out with some other KBs. You can check all that out at stephenkenyon.com. I love today's podcast on friendship, what it really is. We have to be aware of that. We're so equipped to do that now. And like Steve said, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast just to make sure you don't miss one episode to hang out with us. And wow, this was so fun. And with the power and the authority of our equally yoked love for everyone, we're sending out a lot of light and that love <laughs> to KBs all around the world. Yes. And thanks as usual, Steve, for all the, the friendship and the wisdom. Bye.